2020 study by Bank Liumi discovered that 72% of people don't have any investment accounts. And in that study, 18% said that they don't have any knowledge of investing. I only learned about the concept of investing back in 2020. Prior to that, I just assumed that investing was for millionaires and rich people and celebrities, but it isn't. And in fact, anyone can actually invest. This video is for anyone who doesn't know what investing is, what the stock market is and who wants to start investing but is a bit confused about the processes of how it all works and about some of the jargon that is involved in investing. Hi guys, welcome back to the Shackles of Debt. On this channel I talk about money, debt freedom and financial literacy. If you do find this video helpful please don't forget to press the like button and also you can follow me on my social medias which are Instagram and Pinterest and I also have a blog theshacklesofdebt.com where I also talk about other aspects of money. Now investing isn't something that I was taught at school and I'm sure that's the case for a lot of people and like I said I just assumed it was only for rich people or millionaires, celebrities, bankers or whatever and also I never saw a lot of people who look like me talk about investing let alone other women talk about investing so I just never thought it was an important thing but that all changed in 2020 because I signed up for this program called Raincheck and Raincheck is a company that was founded by Divinia Tomlinson and Divinia's platform is all about teaching women to be better with their money and to learn how to invest so that's how I learned about investing so in this this video I'm going to give you an overview of what investing is, I'm going to give you some of the keywords and also tell you about how you can get started in your investment journey. Now what is investing? Investing is the act of allocating resources, usually money, with the expectation of generating an income or profit in the future. There are several different types of investments that you can do, however today I'm specifically talking about the stock market. Now what is the stock market. The stock market is a place where investors can connect and buy and sell stocks. This buying and selling occurs at a central location also known as the stock exchange. Now there are several stock exchanges all across the world but some that you might have heard of that might be familiar to you are the Nasdaq and the London Stock Exchange but there are loads of different stock exchanges. There are three main types of ways that you can invest in the stock market and that's through stock bonds and funds. Now I'm just going to break down what each of these three actually means. So what is a stock? A stock is a fractional share of a company. So when you buy a stock that's listed on the stock exchange, you are buying a small percentage of a company. So let's say that you buy some Amazon stock. That means that you own a very small fractional share of Amazon. And what that means is that as time goes on, as the value of Amazon increases, then so does the value value of that stock that you currently hold. And also when a company makes a profit, what they do is that they pay money to their shareholders. And this is called a dividend return. The next one is a bond. What is a bond? A bond is a loan to a company or the government that pays investors a fixed rate of return over a specific time frame. What that basically means is that when you do invest in bonds or when you do buy bonds, you give your money away to the company or the government or whatever it is for a fixed period of time. And during that time period, they will pay you a fixed interest rate for the length of time that they have your money. And then at the end of that time period, which is when the bond 
beyond matures, then you will get back the principal amount of money that you already gave them. So that's why bonds are quite good because you are guaranteed to have your principal sum back and then you're also having interest payments in between as well. The last type is funds. Funds are basically baskets of stocks. Funds basically contain a number of stocks from different companies. For example, a funds might contain stocks from Google, Tesla, Amazon. So when you invest into a fund, your money is then split across Google, Tesla, Barclays, Amazon. So then you're investing across all of these other companies through one fund. Now, there are two main types of fund. The first type of fund is called an index fund. The second type is called an ETF or exchange traded fund. And there really isn't that much of a difference between them. So index funds are a type of mutual fund that tracks a particular market, such as the S&P 500. And exchange traded funds are pretty much the same as index funds, except that they are traded throughout the day, just like a normal stock would be. Before you can even think about starting investing, there are several things that you need to consider. The first thing that you need to consider before you can invest is your risk appetite. Investing involves risk. It's all about risk versus reward. Some stocks are riskier to invest in than others. However, that risk indicates that there is a potential for a very, very big return. Conversely, if a stock has a lower risk, then maybe your potential for return may be lower as well. Another thing is your ability to take on risk. So for example, are you in lots of debt? Do you not have an emergency fund? Are you not diversifying your income? Then that means that your risk appetite is pretty low. And if your investments were to crash, then it will probably leave you in a poor financial decision. So you just need to look at yourself and think, you know, what is your risk appetite? And what risks are you willing to take when it comes to investing? The second thing to consider before you start investing is that each asset class has its own set of risks. So on the lower end of the risk scale, we have got things like bonds. With bonds, you are guaranteed to have your principal amount of money back whilst earning interest in between that time period when your money is gone. However, that interest is quite low and there really isn't much potential for growth. Whereas with stocks, they are a lot more risky because they are being traded on the stock exchange and there is potential for the value of your stock to go down down, as well as to go up enormously, which makes the stock market extremely volatile. Also, the stock market is very vulnerable to being influenced by a lot of like global events. For example, I don't know if you guys remember back in March 2020, when the whole pandemic started and the lockdowns began, we were all hearing on the news that the value of the stock market has crashed, that the value of investments has, you know, completely gone down to the bottom. And that was a direct result of what was going on globally. So that is something that you do need to consider with the stock market is volatility and you need to be comfortable with sitting through those volatile periods and you need to be able to hold your nerve and not immediately sell your stocks just because they're suddenly going down because that's just the nature of the stock market. The third thing you need to consider when investing is asset allocation and diversification. In other words, don't put all of your eggs in one basket. So when it comes to asset allocation, you should spread out your investment 
investments across both bonds and stocks, as well as other types of investments, maybe such as crypto or property. And when it comes to diversification, it just means that you're investing across a wide range of different industries, as well as globally. And the reason why this is very important is that it's a way of mitigating your risk so that if the value of one thing goes down, then at least it can be counterbalanced by something else. And in investing, there's also something called home bias, which is where people tend to invest in companies that are in their own countries and sort of neglect the rest of the world, when in fact, they could be balancing out their risk by investing in like a global portfolio, not just the one in their home country. So when you're investing, make sure you invest across a wide array of different companies, as well as companies that are based in different parts of the world. The fourth thing that you need to consider before you start investing is your financial status. Because of the volatility of the market, it's really important that your finances are in order. So that means that you're not in a lot of debt, that you're not using debt to invest, and also that you have money just in case an emergency happens, that you're not going to dip into your investment accounts. And also being debt free would allow you to have more money to invest. Can you still invest whilst you are in debt or whilst you're paying back debt? And I say yes, you can, because the thing with investing is that it is very time critical because the longer that you are investing, the higher the potential for returns. Therefore, the earlier you start, the better off you're going to be in the future. So if you are paying back debt, then yes, you can still invest. But I would just say invest only a small amount of money that you can realistically afford to. When I started investing, I was still paying back debt and I only started investing with £10 a month. And then I eventually increased that to £20 and then £30. And then when I became debt free, I increased that to £100 a month. And currently I'm investing $400 a month, which is the equivalent of about £200 a month. But that's because my financial situation has changed. And as my financial situation continues to evolve, I intend to invest more and more and more. Now, why should you invest in the stock market? Well, you should invest because money held in the stock exchange will always outperform money that is in cash savings. For example, the average rate of return for the S&P 500 is roughly 8% a year. Since I started investing just over a year ago, my average rate of return has been about 11% a year. Whereas the money that is held in cash savings, especially over the last couple of years, the rate of return for that has hovered at around 0.2%, mainly as an effect of the pandemic. So yes, investments do provide a lot of potential for return. Another thing that you do benefit from when you invest is something called compound interest. Now, compound interest is interest that is gained on top of your interest, and it has the potential to supercharge the value of your investments over time. In order for you to get the most from investing, you should be aiming to hold your investments for a minimum of five to 10 years, and for the best results for up to 20 to 30 years. And you might think that putting your money away for such long periods of time is absolutely ridiculous. But if you think about it, the time is going to pass anyway. So you might as well be investing. Your money might as well be sitting there and increasing in value. But you must have a willingness to be able to ride out the storms, the peaks and troughs, the ups and downs of the stock market. And the earlier you begin investing, then the longer that your money has to make those gains. So how can you start investing? The great thing about living in this day and age is that investing has become so, so accessible to people. There are lots of companies who've got apps and you can download apps onto your phone and invest straight onto the stock market exchange compared to back in the day when you 
had to read about just certain stocks in the paper and then you have to call in and then you had to ask your money to be sent. Oh, it was such a mess back then. But these days it's so good. There are several different companies globally, but some of the ones that I know of from the UK and from New Zealand are Vanguard, AJ Bell, Hargreaves Lansdowne, Trading 212, Free Trade, Sharesies, Hatch. I personally use Hatch, Wealthify, Moneybox. And the ones that I use personally um, here in New Zealand, I use a company called Hatch. And back in the UK, I was using Vanguard. And once you have chosen what platform you want to use, you can then choose between either active investing or passive investing. And active investing is when there is someone who is there who actively manages your money and they're the ones that pick up the stocks that you're going to invest in and they invest them on your behalf. Whereas on the other hand, there is something called passive investing, which is when it's all done via a computer where you pick your funds, you pick your stocks and then you just put your money there and you just let the computer do its thing. And each of these will come with different fees as well. So active investing does tend to be a bit more expensive than passive investing. However, if you're not yet confident in knowing how to pick stocks, then active investing might be for you. Whereas if you're quite confident in picking your funds, picking your stocks, sort of knowing what you want to do, then maybe passive investing might be for you. So just have a look and just be careful of the fees that that each of these platforms have. And what you don't want is those fees to be eating into your profits. History does show that over a long period of time, money from investing does outperform money in a cash savings account. Now, investing is now so much easier and so much more accessible compared to what it used to be. And before investing, you do need to understand your risk appetite. You do need to understand exactly what you're going to be taking on. You should also aim to diversify your investments and not to put everything into one basket. And you should also understand the power of time and the power of compound interest. So do you currently invest? If you do invest, what do you invest in? If you don't invest, tell me why you don't invest. Is it a lack of confidence? Is it a lack of knowledge? Like, what is it? Anyway, guys, thank you so, so much for watching. If you really enjoyed this video and you thought it was very valuable to you, then please give me a thumbs up and I will see you in the next video. Bye.